Hi, this is Bishop Herb Andrew, the pastor of the Beacon Light Church of Homa, Louisiana. Thank you for joining our podcast on today. You're getting ready to hear a word of grace that I know will build your life from the inside out. So get ready to receive and be blessed even as we experience the unearned, unmerited, undeserved favor of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Listen today and be blessed. Let's prepare now to study the word of grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter number five and um, verse number eight. First Peter chapter number five, and we'll, we'll begin reading at verse number eight. Well, actually, we'll only read that, that one verse. First Peter chapter five, verse number eight. Very familiar passage of scripture that simply says, be sober, be vi- vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Says to be sober, be be vigilant, be watchful. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, he walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. I I, I want to, I'm going to next week continue the series of teachings we began on last week, recognizing Jesus in our midst. But, but today, today the spirit of grace led me in a different direction. And, and I want to today just simply talk about the gathering at Mizpah. The gathering at Mizpah. M-I-Z-P-A-H. The gathering at Mizpah. You know, I was, I was sitting in my office just minding my own business, and the Spirit of God began to reveal to me how it is that we, we, are, we are literally in the best of times and, and, and the worst of times all at the same time. And, you know, that's, that's what he says. He says that, that these are the best of times, but, but, but just as sure as these are the best of times. These are as well the worst of times. There's the Spirit of God. He shared with me that, that, that these are the best of times because God's people are beginning to realize like never before the, the awesomeness of the favor, the awesomeness of the grace that, that rests upon our lives. More, more and more people are, are beginning now to embrace the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Not just, not just grace for salvation, but, but grace as a lifestyle. It, it, it's the best of times because so many individuals now are beginning to enjoy the awesomeness of God's unearned, unmerited, undeserved favor that, that, that he pours out upon us because of the finished work of Jesus Christ. But not only, not only did, did he say to us that, that these are the best of times, he, he also shared that, that these are also the worst of times. He, he, he says that these are the worst of times because 
We're, we're living in a time now, family, where, where the virus of, of sin, uh, of pride and greed, it, it, it has affected our nation. It has, it has affected our world in such a way that, that it's causing us to live during a season when, when our world is in dire need of divine healing. It, it's the worst of time because, because the enemy now has... Has, has become so busy in the lives of so many. And it, it, it's, it's allowed sin, it's, it, it's allowed pride, it, it, it's allowed greed to just, just overwhelm the lives of so many individuals. And, and, and because of that, we find ourselves right now, we, we find ourselves living in, in a season where, 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 where the world that we live in is, is in serious need of, of divine healing. Let, let, me, let me just say this to you. Maybe, maybe you didn't get the memo, but, but understand something, that with everything that we're dealing with in the world right now, man does not possess the ability to correct it. Uh oh, y'all better hear me this morning. You, with, with everything that has happened in COVID nineteen and 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 the 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 social unrest, the 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 problems with the economy, all that is happening in the world, the 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 weather, the weather events, the 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 uh uh, uh what what is it? Um, climate, uh, uh, global warming, or uh, uh, whatever it is. It, it with everything that is going on in this world, we need to get the revelation. That, that, that man, as smart as man is, with, with, with all the intelligence that man possesses, we need to get the revelation that man does not possess the ability to correct the mess that we find ourselves in. So, so, so we're living now in a time where, where we are in desperate need of, of, of divine healing. I, 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 I say divine healing because... Think about it, family. The deliverance that is needed in this season, it, it, it is only going to manifest as the people of God make the decision to gather at Mizpah. Just, just, just stay there. Just position yourself right where you are just for a few moments and, and it'll all make sense to you. See, when I say Mizpah, Understand that, that the word mispaw, M-I-Z-P-A-H, mispaw means watch. It, 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 it's a place where the command of 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8 is, is actually embraced. 1 Peter 5 and 8 says that we are to be sober. We, 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 ought, to, we ought to operate in this season with, with, with a sound mind. But not only must we be sober, we must be vigilant. We must be watchful. Man, man, listen, this, this is the wrong season to be a silly Christian. That this is the wrong season to be, to be a, a, a sleep Christian. A, a, a Christian who, 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 who is not operating with, 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 a, with a sound mind or, or a Christian who is, not, who is not operating with a vigilant spirit, one who is not operating with, with, with a watchful spirit, with a watchful eye. See, see mispah, mispah means watch. It, 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 it's the place where, where this command of 1 Peter 5 and 8 is actually embrace. Hear, hear me this morning, hear me this morning, because when you think in terms of mispah, 
More than Mizpah being a, a geographical place, Mizpah represents a mindset, a mindset that says that, that there is an enemy that's lurking. You, you, you got to understand, y'all, we're we in a season where, where the enemy has, has, has raised his ugly head. And, and, and when you think in terms of, of gathering at this place called Mizpah, this, it, it's a mindset. It, it's a mindset that, 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 that says that there's an enemy who, who is lurking. And, and this enemy who is lurking, he, he, he has a, a, an agenda of destruction. And, and, and my success, your success, it, it, it's going to be determined not on, on, on what we do, but it's going to be determined on our ability to trust in what Jesus has already provided. That, 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 that's what mispar is. See, mispar is a mindset. It, 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 it is a mindset that says that this enemy is lurking and, and this enemy that's lurking, he has an agenda of destruction. And our success in this season, please hear me, man of God. Please hear me, woman of God. Our success in this season will be determined by our ability to trust in what God has already provided through the finished work of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now, 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 now look, understand the times that we're living in. Understand what's happening in our nation. Not, and, and not just in our nation, but, but in our world at large. When, when, I, I believe that, that God is doing in, in America what, what, what he has done in times past when dealing with his people. I, I believe he's doing the same thing right now in America that, that he's done with the children of Israel, oftentimes when you see them in the Old Testament. That, 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 that's, that's when God himself, he would allow his people as they would embrace other gods, as they would become distracted in their walk with him as they would become distracted in, in their worship of him, as they would begin to, to, to esteem these, these idol gods, God would then move his hand of protection and, and he would allow their enemies to force them back into a place where their focus was once again on him. See, see that's, that's what happened before the people of God went to this place called called Mizpah. See, see, I believe that, that, that everything, everything in history, it has a tendency to repeat itself in the same way that, 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 that God's people would, would get distracted in their, in their living. They, they would get distracted in their worship. They would, they would get to the point where, where they would begin to use God as if he is a spare tie. You just simply keep him in the trunk of your life until your life gets flat. And once your life gets flat, you pick him up, put him on, allow him to get you from point A to point B, but then you put him right back in the trunk of the top. No, no, no. Uh -uh. God says, not in this season. In, in this season, God says, no, I'll remove my hand of protection and allow the enemy to come in such a way that, 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 that all of God's people would, would be forced to return to their point of focus, which is him and him alone. Look at it, look at it, look at it. 
in, in, in 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter number 7, look at it in verse number 3. The Bible says, Then Samuel spoke to all the house of Israel, saying to them, If you return to the Lord with, your, with all your hearts, then put away the foreign gods and the, the asterisks from among you and prepare your hearts for the Lord and serve him only. He will deliver you from the hand of the Philistines, the hand of your enemy. And the Bible says in verse number four, so the children of Israel, they put away the bales and the asterisks and serve the Lord only. Now, that's, that's, that's powerful. I want you to keep, your, keep, 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 that, keep that in your back pocket because here it is now, God, the, the man of God, he stands before the people of God and he says to them, look, we, we, we are in some trouble now, he, but I got the solution. He says, if in fact we return unto the Lord with all of our hearts, put away these idol gods from among us and, and prepare our hearts for the Lord and make up our minds that we're going to serve him and serve him only. Then, then he will deliver us from the hand of the Philistine. And the Bible says, so the children of Israel, they did just that. They obeyed what, what, what the man of God instructed them to do. And then in verse 5, the Bible says, and Samuel said, gather all of Israel to Mizpah. Remember, Mizpah is this, it's this place of watch. It, 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 it's this place of watch. And he said, gather all of Israel to Mizpah, and I will pray to the Lord for you. You know what I found out? I've discovered that persistent pressure from the enemy will eventually cause us to gather at Mizpah. Oh, yeah, I, I, I found that out. You know, we, we, we can ignore God as long as everything is going the way that we want it to go, as long as we can gather the way that we want, as long as the money is flowing, the family relationships are where they're supposed to be. But, but, but when the enemy starts putting pressure, and, 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 and we have an enemy that's, that's putting some pressure on us right now, I've discovered that, that persistent pressure from the enemy, it, it, it will cause us, to, to eventually gather in, in this place called, called Mizpah. Samuel said, gather all of Israel to Mizpah. And, and, and he says, when, when they get there, Samuel says, I'm going to pray to the Lord for you. Oh, that's powerful stuff. Now, now notice, notice, notice. First Samuel told them if, if they turn, if they return to the Lord, that, 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 that the Lord would deliver them from their enemies. Now Samuel is telling them, let's gather at Mizpah. And when we gather at Mizpah, Samuel say, I'm going to pray for you. Hallelujah. I, I'm going to pray. And you know when I pray, some stuff is going to happen. See, understand that there's a lot of different things that takes place while at Mizpah. When, 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 when at Mizpah, you must understand that Mizpah is a place of prayer. It's a place of prayer. It's not just a place where we watch, but, but it's a place where we watch and pray. Come on, y'all. When you, when you look at verse number five, that, that's the reason that they gathered at Mizpah. So Samuel said to him, he said, look, gather at Mizpah, and when you get to Mizpah, we're going to pray. And, and, and I'm going to be the one who leads you in prayer. See, understand, y'all, we are in a season right now where God is calling the body of Christ like never, ever before to gather in Mizpah. 
Because Mizpah is a place of prayer. It, it, it's a place where, where prayer is, is, is priority. It, it, it's a place where, where, where we're, not, we're not just praying when, 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 it's, when, it's, when it's convenient, but, but no, it, it's a place where we understand that before I do anything, I ought to be praying. Before I deal with any situation, I first need to be talking to my God about it. See, Mizpah is a place of prayer. Hallelujah. And, 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 and the gathering at Mizpah is an indication that we understand and embrace the potential power of prayer. Hallelujah. I don't know what has happened to the church. We, we have become so contemporary that we lose in our mind. Man, you got to understand the old saints knew what they were talking about when they said, what a friend we have in Jesus. Come on, y'all. All our sins and griefs. He, 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 what, what, he said, what? He says, oh, what needless pains we bear all because we don't carry everything to God in prayer. Mizpah is a place of prayer. And, and, and God is saying to the church, it's time to gather at Mizpah. It's time for us to gather in, in, this, in this place of prayer. Matthew 26 and 41 says to watch and pray so, so that you enter not into in, in temptation. Listen, family, we got to understand in this season, with everything that we're dealing with, nothing of significance happens without prayer. Nothing, nothing. I know that God knows all. I know that God sees all. I know that God can do all. But you have to understand that, that God will not interfere in what happens on this earth, in this earth realm, without someone inviting him in through prayer. So, 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 so God is calling the church in the face of these enemies that we're dealing with. God is calling the church to gather in Mizpah, because Mizpah is a place of prayer. But not only is Mizpah a place of prayer, but Mizpah is also a place of brokenness. Hear, hear, me, hear me today. Mizpah, it, it, it is not just a place of prayer, but, but Mizpah is a place of brokenness. Look at what the Bible says in verse number 6. The Bible says, so they gathered together at Mizpah. They drew water and poured it out before the Lord and they fasted that day and they said there we have sinned against the Lord and Samuel judged the children of Israel at Mizpah. See Mizpah God is calling the church. He's calling all believers. He's, he's calling the world, really, to gather at Mizpah because Mizpah is this place where we watch and pray. Mizpah is a place of prayer, but Mizpah is also a place of brokenness. It, it, it's a place of brokenness. Notice that the Bible says once they gather together at Mizpah, the Bible says they drew water and they poured that water out before the Lord. The drawing of water and the pouring out of water, it, it is a symbol and a sign of brokenness. Mizpah is a place of brokenness. Well, 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 I'll put it to you like this. Mizpah is a place where 
I become sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mizpah is a place where, 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 where I become tired of me. It's a place where I become tired of disappointing God. I, I, I become tired of, of disappointing myself. I, I, I even become tired of disappointing my family. In, 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 in Mizpah, we, we, we come to realize sometimes that, that we can be our own worst enemy. In Mizpah. See, in Mizpah, we, 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 stop, we stop blaming everybody else. And, and, and in Mizpah, it's a, it's a place of, of brokenness. It's where the water is drawn out and poured out. It, 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 it's, it's this place of brokenness, this place where I become sick and tired of, of di disappointing God. I, I become sick and tired of saying what I'm not going to do and ending up doing it all over again. It, it's a place where, where I become tired of disappointing my family. It's a place of, of, of brokenness. And the Bible says that the sacrifices of God, they are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. He says, God won't despise. Listen, family, in this season, God is calling us to miss Paul. He's calling us to gather in this place of prayer. He's calling us to gather in, in this, this place of brokenness, but, 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 but it's also a place of repentance because they said in Mizpah, we have, we have sinned against the Lord. And, 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 and Samuel, the Bible says, judge the children of Israel at Mizpah. Now watch, I need you to see this. It's a place of repentance. It, it, it's a place where, where after you, 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 you experience that brokenness, you begin to understand the need to repent. Now, when I say repent, I'm not talking about sitting in sackcloth and ashes. That word repent, metanoia, it simply means to change your mind. See, when you get to the place where you become sick and tired of being sick and tired, it'll cause you to want to change your mind. It, it'll cause you to change your mind about, about how you see your God. One time you used to see God as a God who wants to punish you, but now you see him as a God who loves you and he wants to bless you. See, when you are in Mizpah, it is a place of prayer. It is a place of brokenness, but it is also a place, hallelujah, of repentance. Hallelujah. It's a place where, where because of what God is doing, it causes you to change your mind, it, it, it causes you to, to, to say, I, 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 I thought living this way was cool, but, 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 but because I've spent some time at Mizpah, because I've been in this place of prayer, this place of brokenness, I've changed my mind, and now I want to live a different way. See, Mizpah, he's calling us there, I, he, and, 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 and he says, I'm calling all to to Mizpah. In, in the face of your enemies attacking, he says, I'm calling you to gather in Mizpah. I'm calling you to gather in this place of prayer. I'm calling you to gather in this place of brokenness. And I'm calling you to gather in this place of repentance. And I'm calling you to gather in this place because Mizpah is also a place of victory. Hallelujah. 
Let, let me give you this. I, I'm, I'm just talking to you today because I need you to see this. I need you to see, you know, with everything that is going on in this world right now, man, man, it's, it's, it's the best of times and, and, and it's the worst of times as well. And, and, and if we as believers, if we want to see success, even in the face of all that the enemy is bringing before us, we must understand the importance of all of us gathering in this place called Mizpah, this place of, of watching and praying, because in Mizpah, prayer will go forth. In Mizpah, brokenness will take place. In Mizpah, repentance will take place. But in Mizpah, victory will also manifest. Now, now watch this, watch this. I'm, I'm, I'm just about done. I'm just about done. The Bible says in verse number 7, I, I'm, I'm still reading in, in 1 Samuel chapter 7, but, but look at verse number 7. The Bible says, now when the Philistines heard that the children of Israel had gathered at Mizpah, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when the children of Israel heard of it, they were afraid of the enemies. Now, 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 now they've gathered at Mizpah. But, 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 but the enemy knows that that's where they are. And the Bible says in verse number 8, So the children of Israel said to Samuel, Do not cease to cry out to the Lord our God for us, that, that he may save us from the hand of the Philistines. Watch this in verse 9. The Bible says, And Samuel took a sucking lamb and, 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 and offered it, as a whole burnt offering to the Lord. Then Samuel cried out to the Lord for Israel, and the Lord answered him. Watch this in verse 10. Now as Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to battle against Israel. But the Lord thundered with a loud thunder upon the Philistines that day. And he so confused them that they were overcome before Israel. Now, 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 now notice, and I'm, I'm done. Notice that God is calling the people of God to Mizpah in the face of this enemy. Because Mizpah is a place of prayer. It's a place of brokenness. It's a place of repentance, but it is also a place of victory. Man, when I was reading this, the Holy Spirit said to me, Son, this is why you must understand the difference between the law and the grace of God. He says because even though Mizpah is a place of victory. Notice when the victory manifested. See, understand, there's a difference between this law and grace, y'all. Law talks about what we have to do. But grace talks about what God has done through Jesus. Hear me today. The victory that we need in this season, it will not manifest through law. 
it will not manifest through our actions. It'll only manifest through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, it will only manifest not through what we've done, but through the finished work of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Notice, y'all notice, when you go up to verse 3 and 4, the man of God said to him, he said, now look, if y'all if return to the Lord, if, if y'all make up your mind, y'all going to serve God and serve him only, he said, then the Lord will deliver you from this enemy. And the Bible says they obeyed. But even in their obedience, the enemy still persisted. And I'm not saying, we, oh, you, you and I, we need to be obedient. But notice that even though they obeyed, the enemy was still persistent. But then in verse 6, the man of God said, when we get to Mizpah, I'm going to pray. And all of us ought to be praying. But notice that when the man of God prayed, the enemy was still persistent. Wait a minute. They poured out, the drew water, poured it out as a sign of brokenness. And, and they, they, they went before God talking about, you know, God, I'm tired of being the one messing up my life. I'm tired of doing all of this. I, and, and, you know, it's good to have a broken spirit and a contrite heart uh, at times. But even with the brokenness, the enemy still persisted. Then the Bible says, they repented. They say, for we have sinned. And even in the midst of their repentance, the enemy still persisted. What are you saying, preacher? What I'm saying to you is, although all of these wonderful acts are necessary, they did not cause the enemy to withdraw. Your obedience it's necessary, but your obedience won't cause the enemy to withdraw. The prayer of your man of God is necessary, but the prayer of your man of God alone will not cause the enemy to withdraw. You having a broken spirit and a contrite heart, that's necessary, but it will not cause the enemy to withdraw. Even your repentance will not cause the enemy to withdraw. Why? Because all of those are things, though necessary, they're things that we have to do. Notice when the victory manifested. The Bible says in verse number 10, hallelujah, the Bible says, as Samuel offered up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to battle against him, but the Lord thundered with a loud thunder upon the Philistines that day and so confused them that they were overcome before Israel. What is your point? My point is this. The victory didn't manifest because of their obedience. The victory didn't manifest because they prayed. And you should be obedient. And we should pray. 
The victory didn't manifest because, because of their brokenness. The victory didn't even manifest because of their repentance. But when they offered up the burnt offering, what is the burnt offering? Come on, family of light. We know what the burnt offering is. The burnt offering is when we've laid that, that lamb on the, on the, on the altar. And, and, and when we kill that lamb and, and, and burn that lamb, it sends up a sweet aroma unto the nostrils of God because that burnt offering, it represents Jesus Christ taking the fire of God's judgment on our behalf. So the victory didn't manifest because they obeyed. The victory didn't manifest because they prayed. The victory didn't manifest because they were broken. It didn't manifest because they repented. But the victory manifested when they offered unto God that which reminded God of the finished work of his son Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, I wish y'all get this. See, because what I'm saying to you today, what the Spirit of God is saying to you today is that in Mizpah, as believers, yes, we obey. In Mizpah, as believers, oh yeah, we pray. In Mizpah, as believers, at times we are broken and we also do repent. But we do all of this. Hallelujah. While putting our trust in our confidence, not in what we do, obey, pray, brokenness, and, and repent. But we do all of this while putting our trust in that which Jesus has done. And when we put our trust in the burnt offering, when we put our trust in the finished work of Jesus, the Bible says, while they were offering up the burnt offering, God dealt with the enemy. All I'm saying to you, family, is these are the best of times, but they're also the worst of times. We're in a season right now, hallelujah, where we can't put any confidence in what we do. Yes, we obey. Yes, we pray. Sometimes we are broken, and at times we have to repent. But we are not believing that our actions are causing the enemy to withdraw. No, we're offering up. And we're bringing before God the finished work of Jesus. We're saying, yes, I pray, but that ain't why I'm blessed. We're saying, we're saying, yes, 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 I obey, but that ain't why I'm blessed. We're saying, yes, at times I'm broken. Yes, I repent, but that ain't why I'm blessed. I'm blessed because of what this burnt offering represents. The death of Jesus. He died so we could be blessed. And our job is to lift up that before the Lord and before the enemy. And at Mizpah, we experience the victory because of his sacrifice. Go ahead and give God praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
You are confounding racism. You are confounding every enemy that has raised his hand against us. We thank you, we bless you, and we count it as so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Go ahead and give him praise right where you are. Hallelujah.